Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Over the last 10 weeks, you've been on the receiving end of a never-ending vicious campaign. That is, if you believe Israel is committing war crimes, that it is engaged in collective punishment, that it has slaughtered vast numbers of innocent civilians, mostly women and children, raised much of Gaza and left it inhospitable, that you think violent ethnic cleansing is happening, that Israel's leaders are engaging in openly genocidal rhetoric, and indeed you would maybe point to scholars in genocide like the Israeli-American uh, Raz Sigal, a specialist in genocide and Holocaust studies, who thinks genocide is actually happening. Now, those holding these views, which I would say are observations of reality, have been piled on, vilified, attacked, intimidated, and indeed sacked and silenced. Meanwhile, those who engage in atrocity denial and back these series of overt war crimes have been treated as respectable and moderate. So, let us note what Ben Wallace, the former Conservative Defence Secretary, has said. He made a parallel with Northern Ireland when internment and Bloody Sunday uh, happened under the British government. Bloody Sunday, when the British army massacred 26 unarmed civilians. He notes that this British oppression um, fueled subsequent violence because as short as night follows day, he says, history shows us that radicalisation follows oppression. Just so you know, I'm not putting the term oppression into his mouth. He condemns Hamas, as you'd expect. He goes on to express his belief in the Geneva Conventions, that is the international laws which supposedly govern the conduct of war, adding, going after Hamas is legitimate, obliterating vast ways of Gaza is not. Using proportionate force is legal, but collective punishment and forced movement of civilians is not. Israel, he claims, is losing its moral authority and its legal authority as well. What Israel is doing in Gaza is a killing rage, that's the term, the phrase he uses, he adds his, uh, that the, these tactics by Israel will fuel the conflict for another 50 years, uh, that these actions are radicalising Muslim youth across the globe. That's Benjamin Netanyahu's tactics and actions. He goes on to say that when this is all over and the IDF withdraws from what is left of Gaza, there will still be Hamas. All the action will have achieved is the extinction, not the extremists, but the voice of the moderate Palestinians who do want a two-state solution. Now, his underlying message, I must just be clear, is a pipe dream. That is, Israel needs to stop this crude and indiscriminate method of attack and it needs to combat Hamas differently. I mean, he doesn't know that Hamas emerged uh, precisely because of decades of Israeli oppression, or indeed that Hamas itself was specifically shored up by Benjamin Netanyahu and his allies. But in any case, whatever you think about that proposition that he puts forward, it's, it's not going to happen anyway. Now, let's be clear, this is the guy who until August, so just before... Uh, this current horror began, or just a couple of months, ran the Tories' defence policy. What he essentially is conceding here, and he is conceding, is Israel is committing war crimes, grave war crimes. His column accepts that Israel is guilty of oppression, um, and he specifically uh, says that it is guilty of collective punishment. That violates, just so you know, Article 33 of the Geneva Convention. Uh, forced movement of civilians, that violates Article 6, 17 and also obliterating civilian infrastructure. That violate, violates Article 53. That's three violations the Geneva Conventions identified in his article, 
Or in other words, to be clear, three war crimes. Now, Wallace underlines all this by calling what's happening a crude and indiscriminate method of attack. Now, what's the response to all of this, the right response? Well, yes, it legitimises exactly what those frankly vilified as dangerous extremists since this all began have been saying from the very beginning. It also, frankly, I'd read it as a confession because even though this guy is no longer in government, this is a senior conservative and this is a conservative government and it has given Israel a diplomatic and military blank check to engage in what, as Wallace makes clear, is a series of war crimes. There is no excuse, none, for not knowing this would happen. As I wrote almost exactly two months ago in an article headed Israel is clear about its intentions in Gaza, world leaders cannot plead ignorance of what is coming. I said it was obvious that in time various politicians and commentators would get squeamish. We've seen this with Joe Biden warning of indiscriminate Israeli attacks. Rishi Sunak saying too many civilians have been killed. Too late, too late, too little, too late. None of what Israel has done is a surprise. It was all predictable. And indeed... It was predicted. It's worth just listening to the UN aid chief, Martin Griffiths, who describes the worst ever humanitarian crisis that he had personally dealt with in his 50-year career. He explains the reasoning behind the words worst ever. He says many places have terrible suffering, but at least those affected can flee. In Gaza, people can't flee. No family can plan for their future. I see these things all over the world, but this is beyond my imagination and it will get worse. He's right, it will get a lot worse. Indeed, he says the humanitarian catastrophe is entering a new phase. I'm quoting directly the FT uh, verbatim here. It is disease, hunger, that is beginning to be the lead cause of death and deprivation. The death toll from disease could be multiples of that from fighting and airstrikes. But the latter may also have been dramatically undercounted so far. We've yet to see what's under the rubble. These estimates of around 18,000 dead, once you start digging under the rubble, the statistics change radically. In the case of February's Turkish earthquake, the number of those dead doubled. I really think it's worth just absorbing what he is saying here, because it is hideous. There has been a coordinated attempt to sow doubt in the official death figures in Gaza, around 20,000, even though those official figures in previous conflicts have been validated subsequently, not just by the United Nations, but Israel as well. Now, the point many aid agencies and experts have made all along is this official death toll is not an inflation, it's an underestimate, because it doesn't include thousands buried under the rubble, the point being made here. Now, Wallace pointed to, uh, sorry, Griffiths points to Turkish, Turkey's earthquakes and said the number doubled. So, as the FT summary of his views says, just to be clear, we're talking firstly about the violent deaths, those directly killed by weapons. Uh, that's an underestimate. Uh, that could be, it could be twice as much. But at the same time, the death toll from disease could be multiples of that from fighting and airstrikes. Well, that really is a crucial point, because in wars, most people don't suffer violent deaths of those who die, especially when society and civilization, frankly, just collapse, as is the case in Gaza. Then what happens is people suffer the consequences of collapsed healthcare system, hunger, and so on. What we're talking there is a potentially unbelievable death toll. There was about 2.2 million people living in Gaza before this war. If you just do some basic math there, you could be talking about hundreds of thousands of people killed. You could be talking about 10, 20% of the population being killed because of this war, maybe 30%, maybe more. Now, we've seen the Lib Dem MP, Leila Moran, the only British Palestinian MP, live tweet a massacre, specifically Palestinian Christian sheltering in a church. And even that, even that could not somehow wake most MPs and commentators from their slumber about what's really happening here. Now, the IDF should know, denied they'd shot dead two Palestinian women. So let's just hear what the Cardinal Archbishop of Westminster had to say about that. The Israeli Defence Force says didn't happen, wasn't there? 
Well, I think that's hard to believe, frankly, because uh, the people in Gaza and the Cardinal Archbishop of Jerusalem, they're not given to tell lies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So you don't believe the Israeli Defense Force? No, I don't. Well, indeed, you should never, ever, 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 ever believe a word said by the Israeli Defence Force. Um, Israel is using a starvation as a weapon of war. And this just links back to what Mark Griffiths is saying, because this is not simply the unfortunate consequence of what's happening. It's a direct intentional strategy. As Omar Shakir from Human Rights Watch goes into detail in this interview. Let's just have a listen. Look, I think there are about five pieces of very damning evidence that led to this conclusion. One is two plus months of uh, blocking entry of, of food and water. Second is the blocking of all but a trickle of humanitarian aid from entering into Gaza. Um, these have been documented for, for more than two months. But then you add to it some of the additional evidence that we looked at. One is the apparent raising of agricultural lands, large percentages of the agricultural green land in Gaza. Gaza turned brown and desolate. Um, fourth, the report looks at the intentional destruction of objects necessary for survival. So I'm talking about wheat mills, I'm talking about hospitals, uh, water and sanitation facilities, um, granaries, these kinds of things that you need to survive. And then you put together the last piece, which is statements by Israeli officials spelling out in clear terms that their strategy or policy is to starve civilians as a tool of leverage to achieve political outcomes, whether it be release of hostages, the destruction of Hamas, Putting it all together, you reach the clear conclusion that the Israeli government is using starvation as a weapon of war, which is an abhorrent war crime. Now, here's another example. I'm just giving you just examples of atrocities, just so we know what's happening here. Remember those Palestinian men, some of them kids, trapped, stripped in parade in front of the cameras, a violation of the rules of war. According to the Israeli newspaper Haaret, several of those detained died while being held at the Israeli base. How did that happen exactly then? It's impossible not to conclude anything other that they were killed by Israeli soldiers. Now, the IDF claimed they were terrorists. Well, of course they do. But there's no judicial process to establish that. And you can't kill people under detention who pose no threat in any case. There are so many atrocities to discuss right now, but I want to leave you with Dunya. She lost a leg in an Israeli airstrike that killed her entire family. She survived. She wanted to go abroad, get a prosthetic leg, then become a doctor. She was interviewed in the hospital where she was recovering from what she'd gone through during the truce. Let's just have a listen to her. لما ضرب الصراخ الثاني علينا صحيت الاولى قد كله حجار عرفت انه رجلي مقطوره 
لانه كان في دم وما كانش ما كانش في اليرجي لو كنت احركها ما كانتش تتحرك ايه طبعا الاستشهاد اللي هم ماما بابا اخوي محمد واختي داليا حدا يطلع لي برا اللي هو يسفرني برا اي دوله اني اطلع برا بس عشان اركب رجلي واصير امشي عليها زي الناس يعني عشان اصير امشي اطلع انزل العب مع اخواتي نفسي اصير دكتوره زي هدول الدكاتره اللي بعالجونا عشان برضو احنا نعالج اطفالنا انا بدي شيء بدي شيء واحد بس ان تخلص الحرب دنيا has now been killed an israeli tank fired shell killed her after it hit nasa hospital in khan yunis where she was recuperating what do you say what do you say grave grave war crimes one of the great atrocities of our age so yes that senior conservative vindicates everything that we've been saying from the very beginning but it was always obvious there were no excuses here there's no places to hide how was i supposed to know this would happen that's not an excuse it was very clear from the start what would happen here and israel's leaders do need to be held accountable but so do all those who are their accomplices Please like and subscribe. Do keep the show on the road if you wish on patreon.com forward slash Owen Jones 84. Do share this video. Listen to us on the podcast. I'll speak to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah.